Welcome to Chat Your Own with Candy Ann Noodle, the monthly chat show podcast about all things now, then, and tomorrow. It's a little politics, a little art and science, and a whole lot of feminism. Liberal as fuck. Welcome back to Chaja Road. I'm Candy here with Noodle. Hey, I'm Noodle. How you doing, Noodle? You know what? I'm really excited to have two working days left of the year. I know. You've been counting down. With it's embarrassing. Reason, every, yeah, yeah. The level of counting that is happening here. It's like big numbers anywhere I can put them. Anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, good. Year end, year end has been a, it's been a hustle. It's been a hustle, but it's good. You know, we're, we're doing okay. Getting through, excited about Revel, like maybe having a better understanding of Christmas this year because when he was one, like not a lot of understanding because he was just one when he was just born, obviously. But like but yeah. this year, he's into the tree. He's into the idea of presents. So I'm, I think we're going to have a really good Christmas day. Um, or a shit show, like who knows? Whatever, who cares? It's gonna be fun. Right? It's gonna. Smell I'm gonna good. have a great There's time. There's gonna be food and presents, right. and it's gonna be a wonderful, wonderful and holiday. I hear a rumor that I'm gonna get some cookies. So you are I'm getting cookies. Extra excited cookies. about we have, that. That's what we're doing this year, or this holiday. This is our. This is what we're doing. You know, it was pies. Now it's cookies. Y'all ain't getting nothing for New Year's though. So <laughs> fuck you guys. Yeah, that, that is the end. <laughs> I am tired. No. Uh, we have very, very much enjoyed making stuff and planning, making little bags for our friends, and it's definitely boosted some holiday cheer this year in our I, house. We've all needed it. I, we've needed, we've needed a boost, and as part of that boost, we are having our Chacharone holiday party. Yay! Yay! Just like imagine that we're you know in the office and we're wearing like low pumps. And we're already a little drunk, you know. <laughs> As a defense mechanism. Someone's wearing garland. It's a good time. It's a good I read time. this great article about um, asking women, because obviously I can only read articles about women these days, um, asking women, what are, like, what are you most relieved about in terms of not having to go to your office holiday party? And, and they were like, holy shit, the small talk, the leering boss. <sighs> somebody's husband like they're so fun like they were so honest in this article and i was like oh oh i am missing that yeah buddy yeah i'm not a fan no suck everyone's too drunk and gabber i mean if the if the you know the company is paying for everything like it's an open bar Somebody always embarrasses them. That is a night someone's losing a top and it's terrible because like in public if, no, if, if nobody has embarrassed themselves, there's a good chance that you've embarrassed yourself and you don't know it. And, and you're that's the even one. worse. Right, because right? somebody and, did it. And what if it's your boss's wife who's embarrassed themselves? Because, you know, I mean, for the most part. But that's, yeah, and it's, I mean, it's, it's horrific. Fine, and I, that was such a, such a sexist thing to say. What if it's your boss's partner? I've been very blessed with female bosses. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, hor- horrendous behavior. Just horrendous. There's always somebody. There's always somebody, and it's terrible. And, like, you don't know where to look the next day, and it's a whole thing. Uh, my, <laughs> my, hol- my, cr- my company this year did a virtual dance party. Um, and for the first 45 minutes, I was cynicism and, like, what kind of bullshit is this? And by the end, I was out of my seat 
dancing like everybody else. And it was phenomenal. It was these two DJs, like, in front of a hilarious backdrop, just, like, in the room by themselves, dancing it out. Like, oh, my God. Doing their all fire best. And you know what? They nailed it. They were yelling out stuff like, hey, NetApp, I hear you guys won some tech award. And they rattled off like a 10-minute name of the tech award because <laughs> tech awards are long. And they're like, that sounds awesome. And they kept pronouncing the name of the company wrong. And that was even better. It was just, I mean, it was awesome. It was awesome. And I'm so glad to have had the experience. It was very fun and funny. Right. And you know like, what? I wonder if there is like... If there's a thing, I wonder if people who typically don't like them, if they were lucky enough this year to get something like that, if they like had a great time and were mm-hmm. chill and like didn't have a bunch of anxieties but still ended up having fun. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's changed. Some you didn't feel, opinions. yeah, you didn't feel like people were watching because it it wasn't on like yes, it was on Zoom, but it was on Crowdcast, so you couldn't see anybody. So it was just right. like you, the dancing DJs, and the chat function, and it was. It, you know, it was that's great. Excellent. It was great. I had a ball. I'm so glad that we did it. Aw, that's super fun. I'm just, like, kind of been looking forward to the fact that I haven't had to see anybody. So <laughs> that's that's my holiday party. That is totally my holiday party. And luckily, this holiday party, the Chacharone holiday party, uh, you can all, you're all invited. And yeah, no one has to wear any pants. Please come hang out with us. Drink whatever you want. Bake and cookies. you don't have to listen to anybody else's terrible taste in music. Yeah, right. You can, dude, you can like listen to us and like join our party and also like listen to your own, you know, music in the background, your own little, your own little holiday vibes. We are kind of, uh, we're just going to share some urine thoughts, hang out a little bit and uh, just like chill into the new year. Uh, One of the things we're going to do is play a game. We're going to play a uh, holiday tic-tac-toe. Woo! Holiday tic-tac-toe. So my family plays Christmas bingo. Um... This is a version of that. Uh, if you guys want to play along with us, just grab a piece of paper and make yourself a tic-tac-toe board. I am going to call off uh, nine words that are holiday-related. Go ahead and fill those words in wherever you want on your board. Now, Noodle and I are playing where if I say the word, she gets to cross it off. And if she says the word, I get to cross it off. And whichever one of us gets tic-tac-toe first wins and... I don't know what we win other than bragging rights, which is, like, I'm fine. Like, listen, I'll take what I can get in 2020. Right? <laughs> Small victories. I'm going to make myself, I'll make myself a little post-it, like, award <laughs> ribbon, you know? And if you win, I'll make you one. Look, look for that in the mail if you win. It's like getting your certificate I'm after not finishing a course. Shit. <laughs> I'll, make, I'll make them both. I'll make them both and, like, you know, we'll save the next one for last time. Or the Ooh, one for next time. yeah. We'll just keep playing tic-tac-toe. So the thing is, you know, if you're filling in your own card, you're putting everything in a different place, and that's what makes it, um, you know, a toss-up, I guess. It's super fun, guys. You ready? I am ready. I got my pen, and I got my marker, and I'm set. Okay. Word number one, reindeer. Reindeer. We just recently learned that reindeer with antlers in the wintertime are women. I mean, that recently learned, I mean, a lot of people knew this, um, but it became a thing, and, uh, well, that's I mean, that explains Vixen, huh? doesn't it? It explains a lot of things. It explains so very much. Reindeer. Number one, reindeer. Number two, Santa. Santa. Don't know if you saw that uh, Dr. Fauci made a statement, I believe, about Santa, and he said that Santa got the vaccine. He went up there personally. So nice. Cares about kids. So that's good to know. Number three, sugar, as in all I'm going to eat for like two and a half days. 
Sugar. We're at number three. Sugar. Number four is glitter. Nah. Which is everywhere. <laughs> number five, argument. Argument. Talking about the holidays, guys. Number six, this is a throwback. I'm going to see if you know what I'm talking about. Mitten ass. Mitten I do not. ass. I have literally never heard that uh, word before. That is a Starbucks throwback to where they, they printed that cup with the, wasn't it Starbucks? And it looked like a, they, they were like mittens, like holding the cup. But the way they were together, it looked like someone's bent over butt. That's hilarious. Mitten uh, ass. I Mitten cannot ass. imagine any universe where I mentioned that. Well, who so, knows now? I've put it in your brain. Right? Now, now I'm just going to think about now it all it's there. Time. We're all, all anyone's going to talk about today. <laughs> Mitten ass. Number seven is jingle. Word seven is jingle. Number eight, disappointing. Oh, my goodness. Disappointing. Oh, I'm going to put that over here next to argument. <laughs> Got a whole set. That's like the kids' table. Got a section. <laughs> and the final word for your tic-tac-toe board, your holiday tic-tac-toe is... Balls. Balls. I love it. Just in case anyone missed it. I love it. Um, Balls. This, this is an exciting, an exciting board we put together here. Thank and you. I think is a really nice insight into your specific holiday uh, psyche. Thank you. Uh, yeah, Christmas bingo is uh, it's this with a bunch. It's also it's like also a white elephant exchange as well it's right. very it's loud is what and it you is. get a lot of arguments and disappointing it's loud at white elephant. and disappointing and everyone's shouting yeah yeah and <laughs> i said somebody's bitten ass uh, but, see what um, i did there yeah yeah that's funny all right so yeah play along um we'll uh we'll see who totally randomly wins because i mean i'm not going to be able to keep myself from saying these words now i'll try yeah. right Let's i'll do try. it I will try. Uh, before we start, we are going to begin our final episode of the year. Wow. I mean, final that's hard to imagine. This has been a good season. I mean, considering we've yes. adapted to a whole new technology, uh, I think we've made some really, really good changes. I think so, too. Yeah. I feel... Uh, quality season. feel... Quality season. Quality season. You know what? Let's just leave it at that. Quality season. Right. Good. Good cliffhangers. Uh, <laughs> final. Uh, final. What you reading, Noodle? So I have two books on here. And interestingly enough, in like a really massive change from my norm, uh, they're both nonfiction. So the first one is going to be really lighthearted, which is called No Hard Feelings, The Superpower of Bringing Your Emotions to Work by Liz Faselin and Molly West Duffy. And this was for my work book club. Um because, you know, I'm in too many book clubs right now. There are so many book clubs. Like four. It's literally four, and I've had to say to two of them, I need a break. So my, not the work one, obviously. Um, so my work book club is um, me, my boss, and two other people on my team. And No Hard Feelings is, like, an interesting combination of, like, what are you willing to reveal to your boss about your regular life and what should your boss be willing to reveal to you about your regular life? And it was like, yeah, uh, you know, slightly awkward conversation, but like it's a fun book. It's got really good insights in it. And it also has a lot of illustrations, like little quirky comics um, that made me laugh out loud a number of times. And every now and then I was like, Mike, look at this. Look at this. This is funny. And he was like, yeah, no, that's, that's Sure, funny. that's that's what he Yeah, <laughs> but I, I enjoyed it. You know, I'm, I don't really like 
business books. And this was a good one. It it did really come from a place of extreme white, middle-class, white feminism privilege. So I'm just going to put that on the table. Appreciate um, it. And their perspectives were both like we are white women in blue in white collar jobs, so we're talking about like very corporate environments and so on. But they did acknowledge repeatedly we are aware of our privilege as we write this. We know that there's a lot of other viewpoints here, and we want to address them later. That's just not the story we're telling right now. Right. So that was interesting that they were like acknowledging it. Um, I was reading it on my Kindle. Be- well, not my, I mean, my iPad that has a Kindle app on it. And there's this one really great comic, and it's like, spot the differences in work life. And so I'm looking at it and looking at it and looking at it, and I can't find what it is that they're talking about. I'm like, am I, like, what is wrong with me? You know what? I'm just not smart enough. I don't get what the nuance is. It's too late at night. And I was like, fuck it. And I scroll to the next page, and it turns out there's a second comic that I should be comparing the two comics next to each other. And I just, I had spent 15 minutes staring at this thing. <laughs> So I thought, well, that's funny. That's a funny experience. Um, maybe it's time to put the book down. But I enjoyed it. You know, it, it, it made for interesting conversation at my work meeting the next day. About well, that's, it. That, that it was fruitful. Yeah, and, you know, my, my, boss is, my boss is great. So uh, she was willing to be very vulnerable in the book club as well as about, you know, in, in her regular life, but also in the book club and how it made her feel and what she was and was not interested in hearing from us. Right. So it was good. Um, the second book is not so lighthearted. Uh, the second book is How to Be an Anti-Racist by Ibram X. Kendi. Um, as part of my improvement work that I'm trying to do, you know, I started with White Fragility and then Me and White Supremacy, and now I'm in How to Be an Anti-Racist. And, like, the books have gotten more intense reading as I go through, so I'm glad I've read them in this order. And it, it's a hard read. Um, what I realize is a lot of the uh, the anti-racist work that I've read have all been written by women. So it's all black mm-hmm. women writing um, a lot, you know. And so to read... To read a book where that is such a different experience, it's not it's not just it, a person of color, but it's a male person of color. Where I really I don't I have not read enough. You know, I've read some some of the like big classics, you know, the James Baldwin, Sonata Coates. Like I just haven't I haven't delved deep enough into this voice, and so that was that was kind of a, a shocker for me to be like, oh, there's this huge genre that I'm missing. Yeah, and also like the conversation around it is completely different. Because you take out that aspect of feminism, mm-hmm. which a lot of the other books do speak to. Um, so it's it's hard. It's a hard read. It's a totally different voice. It's a different style. Um, but I'm I'm reading it, and I'm like just kind of bowled over by it over and over again. So wow. um, it's a, it's a much slower read than the other ones were, but you know it's it's the right books to be reading. Mm-hmm. So you're so good. I'm trying, you know, I'm, I'm really... We have to. I'm, we all have yeah, to. I, I'm trying to walk the walk and mm-hmm. not just talk about it. I'm trying really hard to put in the effort to, and not just improve myself, but ultimately, like, I want Revel to be part of a better future. And so in order to do that, yeah. I have to be part of a better future with him. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. Ah. That's really beautiful. Well, speaking of that kind of togetherness, that kind of you know community building, we are going mm-hmm. to start our super fun holiday party because this is good for us. This is, it's uh, 
what, what, what do they call it in the in, in the corporate world when you do like you go on like team retreats? building. It's team building. What did I say? Team Community building. building? Yeah. Equal, equal and yeah. equally important things. Equally important things. We are going to start with our Christmas crackers, our holiday crackers, which we do when we're together every year. Uh, we are going to pull our fun crackers and totally start with our super cool jokes. You ready? Yes. Count it One, off. One, two, three. Did yours bang? I, it, it banged a little bit, and my whole thing went across the room. Hold on. Oh, no. Uh, my office smells like gunpowder. Excellent. That's the neighbors are not going to worry about that at all. No. Well, they're Christmas. too busy. Holidays. They're too busy burning down the forest. American Secular Christmas. Right now. Yeah. Uh, ooh. Ooh. This is a whole different. I mine are from Costco, and they're very fancy. I have no idea where this is from. They're like the few that rolled over every year and never got used. Oh, bitches. Mine is a green, a green, a gold glossy crown. It is, it is foil fabulousness. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is fabulous. Yes. Mine's purple. Um, and <laughs> Mine's only purple. sort of fits over my headphones. Yeah. It's a little, it's jaunty. Oh, over it's your head. So yeah, I wish I had a. I would. I would. I drop this. I would staple drop. this if I wasn't afraid of stapling my head. Don't staple it. Well, I mean, it's a little big. <laughs> I feel really good about it. No, this is great. Fabulous. We're fabulous. Ooh, jaunty jughead. There I do. I go. have super jughead vibes. Not Cole Sprouse vibes. Wait. Like straight, legit, straight, actual legit, jughead. like yeah. Pot belly walks funny. <laughs> Wait, that's what I have. What's your belly? joke? <laughs> okay. Um, why did the golfer wear an extra pair of trousers? Why? In case he got a hole in one. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. It's a great joke. That's a Costco level joke right there. That that is some premium membership level jokes. Um. Ew. What did they sing at a snowman's birthday party? Wait. Don't melt. Uh, carrots. Carrots. <laughs> they just shout carrots until he goes away. <laughs> and then the party's over. Uh, no, uh, they shout, they sing a freeze a jolly good fellow. Ah, that's hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is. What is your prize? What is my prize? What? My prize is the mystery calculator. Does it calculate mysteries or is the, the calculator itself a mystery? I'm not sure yet. <laughs> is, it, is that a calendar? The complete set contains... Wait. Oh, my God. It's so tiny. This is definitely for <laughs> child eyeballs. The complete set consists of six cards printed with a series of numbers. Show all the cards to a friend and ask him or her to select one number from any one card. Show the other five cards <sighs> to your friend, asking him or her to say what so number appears on these confusing. cards. Take all the cards. You guys, it's like playing life. Have you tried <laughs> to play life recently, like as an adult? I got to tell you, we've opened it like three times. And we start with all the directions. The instructions, um, the instructions, and we fucking put it away. Oh <laughs> that's my God, what that's I got hilarious. in my cracker this year. It's crap. It's a good time. It's so a good time. Hold on, I have uh, to body I, pin my crown. I'm pretty sure I got an eyeglass repair kit. 
Well, that's incredibly useful. Except it... Is it for person-sized glasses? I don't know. It's the small metal keychain. I want to say that's an eyeglass repair kit, but also could be a nail file. Wait, bring it closer. I'm super not sure what this is. I mean, it, oh my like, God, is it, it just, unscrews. it's like a, just a little screwdriver with yeah. a Phillips well, it's, on one it's and it's two, yeah, which I think is an eyeglass repair kit, right? Because oh, the really, really tiny ones They're should fit in there. so tiny. You know what else that should fit? All those stupid little doors on the bottom of, like, your Halloween decorations that take batteries. Oh, It'll fit that, too. Yeah, keep yes. it in the junk drawer. So who knows what that is? But either way, it looks super sleek. Thanks, Costco. It is super sleek. Uh, this episode is not, in fact, brought to us by Costco, Despite their efforts. Despite their efforts to take over everything. Yes. Everything. Um, I am going to... I'm not going to read this trivia. We've got a fun trivia list. We're going to do some holiday trivia. Wait. Are we going to do a a picture with our crowns? Oh, yes. Let's take a picture. That's so important. Yes, it is important. Do Uh, it. Crown picture. Holding up my tic-tac-toe. Are you doing it? Tic-tac-toe crown picture. Oh, I'll take it. Hold on. You take Everyone, it. listen. This is what it's like at a holiday party. You got that right. You have to. Like, you have to participate. Uh, and it's take always a picture? Me. Hold it's on. A hun- Hold it's a hundred percent always me forever. And then I there's no nobody has any pictures anymore because I'm not there to do it. Because you're not there to make us freaking take pictures. Okay, I think that's good. There we go. We probably got that. Uh, you'll find out, listening audience, if we post that picture, whether or not you know it worked out. Really, Guys, well, everyone, we're having a super fun time at this party right. based on that picture. Just, just so based you know. on that picture, this is mm-hmm. this, this super is the part where the DJ fun. goes, everybody get up, everybody get up. Yeah. And, and shouts it's out Christmas our Lock Hall. Technology Award. Right. It's Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Solstice, party, <laughs> office party. Okay, uh, we've got some trivia that I have not looked at at all that Noodle sent over, so I am going to start with number one. Wait, hold on. How does it work? Wait, guys. Scroll down gently. Scroll. Oh, okay. Thank you. Scroll down gently. I appreciate the the proper instructions. Uh, When was the term Xmas, which just so happens to be Candy's favorite way to describe the season? So I'm I'm hoping you know the answer then. I have no idea. (laughs) Awesome. So... It's one of those things that, like, is this a, like, new, hip way of doing this? Or is this one of the things that came through since the dawn of time, who the fuck knows type things? And I'm guessing this is a dawn of time, who the fuck knows kind of thing. Who the fuck knows? Um, What this feels like to me is, like, a shortened version of a long, stupid thing. You know? Right, like, Christmas, like, like, it's just, like, fucking too much. Um, I definitely started probably saying it more often after it was introduced in Futurama. I'm not saying that Futurama introduced it to the people because it didn't, but... Um, Can you imagine if they did, right? though? I mean, that's like Macarena's style, I guess, though. He's pretty much predicted most <laughs> things for the last 30 years or so. Um, but yeah, they, they say X, Xmas, and it just feels right. And it's like at that point in the future, it's so... you know I. I mostly am um, celebrating secular American like Christmas, right? Like shiny fucking lights, all your crazy stuff, blah blah blah. Um, and in the future, it gets it's so much less what quote unquote Christmas is supposed to be. And they they do they call it Xmas, and like they decorate palm trees. Ooh, yeah, and yes. they all look like penises. That's the thing about palm trees, right? And so it's a bunch of just a bunch of penis trees, which is very pagan, if you ask me. About what I'm uh, okay. <laughs> 
depending on who you are, Xmas is used as a common abbreviation. Well, obviously, a common abbreviation of the word Christmas. Right. Uh, it might come from, from the Greek letter, from the chi in Greek, so the C-H-I for Christmas, uh, which it sounds like was the abbreviation for Christos in Greek, which became Christ in English. Right. And so this, that makes sense. That does make sense. This, uh, and you're so like, yeah, for fucking ever. Um, this uh, list specifically is saying of the mid-1500s by the Greeks. Yeah. There you yeah. go. So... Mm-hmm. It turns out we all speak a little bit of Greek. Right, we do. We do. Um, so much Greek. So that's cool. But also, like, for me, it always feels like it, like, removes, like you said, like, removes that, like, religious feel to it. It totally does. And it's... Putting an X. It's Though like it a, turns out it, it roots yeah. us back into the original original, which was probably, you know, a less ridiculous capitalist That's just like version. everything. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. Fun. Oh, that's fun. Look at us learning. Look at us uh, having fun and learning. True or false? Yes. Oh, no. The song Jingle Bells ah, was written specifically for Christmas. <laughs> Yay, Jingle. Jingle. Um, uh, true or false? It was written. I'm going to say false. What do you think? I think you're right because otherwise that's such an obvious question. It's got to be. It's like right? when you haven't had like bubble C in a while. Uh-huh. On your it's like, well, it's, it's probably, it's probably, it's probably got to be honest. Jingle bells, but yeah, you only get to do it once. And I'm saying bells, not balls. Ah. Oh, no. I get to cross off two things, guys. Oh, no. Holy crap. Candy pulling ahead. For, I mean, it's not going to last. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not expecting to. Uh, well, the first Sprint thing that comes up is Jingle Bell's song has roots in ministry. Minstrel. Minstrel. Jingle Bell's has songs in minstrelstry. Well, that's fucking Well, great. that makes sense because it's like, yeah, it makes sense. I, this, this thing just says false. So false was correct, but it doesn't give any more information. False. Next. Uh, that, you know what? That is unfortunate is the better word <laughs> choice here. I didn't want to give you three. In one, I, um, I, so this article I'm reading, uh, says that somebody wrote it for Thanksgiving and like realized it was really more of a Christmas song. Somebody wrote it for Thanksgiving. <laughs> somebody wrote like, it for Thanksgiving. What? It was like, you know, like general wintry. Right. People aren't like really singing songs in November though. So let's just <sighs> pop it on over to the Which next again one. is unfortunate. Right. We should be. I mean, I'll sing songs about mashed potatoes. Right. <laughs> I have no problem with that. Delicious. Uh, okay, what are we, what is our first, uh, we're going to talk about our favorite gift that we gave yes. this year. Um, so obviously, depending on when this airs, people will have either gotten or not gotten their gifts. But um, the one I'm going to talk about is one that I've like, I've already told the person what it is. Um, this is a gift that I bought for Elaine, friend of the pod, Elaine's daughter, Waverly. I bought her a build-your-own-music box, and it's Ooh, a fun. robot playing the cello, and it's so fucking cool. Uh, I was so excited about it, and, like, I think I managed to keep this secret for 15 minutes, and then I was like, hey, I need to tell you what I have bought for Waverly. You have so to know right now. Um and it's this weird little company, because this year I was like, no Amazon, I'm not buying on Amazon, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it, I'm not doing it. So I had to do a lot of like extra research right. to find companies that were not just buy my shit on Amazon. 
Um, so this company is called Alessimo or Lissimo, something like that. And they email me every 15 minutes now, which is annoying, but fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's like a wooden build-it-yourself music box that then Makes is music. a robot playing a cello, right. and I'm super excited about it. That is super cool. That is super cute. Because it's, it's like, it's science-y because you build it's music. Everybody likes music. It's adorable. So I think it really checks all the boxes. And, like, oh. it's a usable present as opposed to, like, random crap. And something that you can keep, that she can keep for, like, ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if, if she likes it. Right. Oh, she better like it. Okay. <laughs> um, that Otherwise, is... there's going to be discussions. Yeah, she's still getting presents like that, though, so she better right. learn to like it. Mm-hmm. Um, that, is, that is funny because my favorite present definitely is Revels, which I am not going to tell you. But the second everybody opens it, you guys will you'll know why. You'll know why. It was the first gift I bought this year and the first gift I wrapped. Well, that is super exciting. It was super exciting. I was waiting. Yay. I was like, it was supposed to be here on Thursday. It's fucking Saturday. <laughs> Where is it? I want to wrap it. This was like three weeks ago. I wasn't even worried about it like, <laughs> being here in time. I was just like, I want it now. Like, it it wasn't now. this Thursday and Saturday. It was weeks nope. ago. Nope. I like it. Weeks I like it. Ago. And um, if your uh, Instagram stories are any indication, there is a springy bow situation. Very boingy. Yeah, it does. Uh, it bounces quite a bit. Um the other, there is one more gift that I purchased, which was for myself, um, which is this pen. Excellent. Yeah, it's a, it's a floaty pen that's got um, a shooting star. Wait, I'm holding it the wrong way. That's fine. <laughs> there it goes. It's a shooting star, right? Ooh. And the other side says, the more you nope. <laughs> and uh, I've been extremely pleased ever since it came and it's made I'm making notes with it right now and it's wonderful so buy yourself a little something a little stocking stuffer for you always uh-huh, always uh-huh. Uh, let's do next trivia you ready yes next trivia when was Christmas declared a national holiday oh my god I feel like it's always been a national holiday right haven't we always been a Christmas centered universe look at my face um, because you think about all of the like Little House in the Prairie books, right? Because this is my point of reference. Little House in the Prairie sure. books are supposed to be sometime in pioneer days. Let's say they are the 1800s. Of course, they all take the day off from farming to nobody's farming on Christmas, um, right? You get an orange in your stocking. Nobody's bothering you. Well, I think <laughs> yeah, you get an orange in your stocking, maybe an apple, and that you get excused from Christmas. all your choice. That you feels like a national to, holiday, right, right? You get to hang out by the fire. Um, I I don't know because I I guess the question becomes: What is a national holiday? Does is a national holiday consist of a bank holiday, a work holiday, or did that not happen until kids were going to school? Mm. And if that's the case, then it's not. That old, right? Mm-hmm. I, don't I don't know. Let's see. Well, so so my guess is sometime in the 1800s. I'm going to say right. 1850. I think that's a good. You know what? I will. I will pull a year. Uh, 1902. No, that's not right. Ooh, well, I'll that's say 1902. Very, very, that's very recent. You're closer. 1870. Ooh, I was closer. And this Look one has a link. This one has a link to the History Channel. Everybody. The History Channel. Uh, lots of information. Uh, Christmas is celebrated on December 25th. Blah, blah, blah. Two millennia, et cetera. Christians, Christmas Day. Nazareth. Um, Nazareth. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, now, hold on. Pop-up. Subscri- subscription pop-up. Um, popular customs, et cetera, et cetera. Has been a federal holiday in the United States since 1870. 
So it's been right. a federal holiday since 1870, which so I assume gonna, federal holiday take, government shuts down. That's what counts. Right. We're going to take uh, Price is Right rules, and I'm going to I'm going to get that. Yep. The you get that one. On that one. You get that. Uh huh. All right. Next trivia. What's What's the next one? And this is our last. Oh no, it's our second to last. True or false? Hanukkah is the most popular Jewish holiday. False. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree. I feel like there has been a lot of commercialization of Hanukkah yeah. lately, but only in the last, like, 20 years. Right. Because Yom Kippur or Passover. Passover, I feel like, at right. least from a, a I don't want to say commercialized sense, because you're right, Hanukkah right. has been. Um, <laughs> nothing has been commercialized this Christmas. Thank you, Coca-Cola. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I think the false. I think yeah, because I mean, what what makes something popular? Because it's not just the U.S., right? Right. Because we like the U.S. makes a really big deal about it, but like that doesn't mean the rest of the world does. Absolutely, and and the answer in this quiz and this list is just false. It's false. Yeah, no very helpful. One. Just yeah, no, yeah, it is not is. the most popular. That's that's not helpful. Uh-huh. Yeah, because there was that idea of like, well, we don't want the Jewish kids to feel bad on the holidays, so. Let's make a bigger deal out of Hanukkah. And I got to tell you, my uh, my dad did not buy into this idea and really kind of leaned into the toothbrush situation, which is fair. You know, whatever. We had a, we did a lot of other things. You know, we always lit the candle. We did the menorah. Uh, I almost burned my house down this year lighting a menorah. Yeah, one of the one of the candles fell down. And you know who noticed that the candle had fallen down and was burning merrily on the table? It was fucking Revel. I knew it. The two-year-old was like, candle fall down, fall down, fall down. Hey, somebody pay attention. My and uh, he saved us from burning down the house. Just put him in charge. Just You're right. Unfortunate. How just unfortunate like, for the rest of us. Let him take care of things and you uh, just hang out. You, everyone deserves a break. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Christmas to me. Okay, we, so we did, five, we did four yeah. questions already. So I think let's do, I'm going to jumble things up. Let's do favorite Christmas memory. Noodle go. That's not a total. So my, my, my favorite Christmas memory is actually not a Christmas day memory. It's uh, more of an environmental memory in that my mom, I always tell stories about my mom. I'm so glad Teresa's our biggest fan. Uh, My, my mom and my my card, Teresa, sorry to interrupt. This is important. That's important. That's important. Uh, what was on your card, Candy, that made it very distinctive for you? It was, it's incredibly glittery. It's uh, covered in green glitter. Yay! And Christmas trees right, on it. And I, I put it next one. to some lights. Oh, you, hey! <laughs> hey! Oh, I yes, almost I said knew. another one in response, but you know what I'm going to say instead? Son of a dick. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. That is your best phrase. Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, I knew that, and I trapped you. You did trap me. I Ooh. did. I Ooh. laid a trap. That's nice. I'll just check that off mine right now. Let me just check. Let me just take care of that. Okay, yeah. go on with your fucking story. So, my myself, my mom, my brother, and my mom's best friend James would always go uh, together as a family to the Duchess Mall, which is like this huge nonsense mall situation and we would do like configurations of one adult and one kid so that everybody could go and buy presents for the other ones Mm. so like I would go with my mom to buy for James and Matt and like then I would go with James to buy for my mom and like so on and so we'd like 
alternated out to make sure that that you know the kids weren't just like off by themselves but also somebody was giving us money to be able to do our purchasing because we were like six uh but like it was it was a really good and then at the end of the day we then bought the christmas tree in the christmas tree lot at the mall and we did that every year forever and ever and ever and ever and it we did not celebrate the big red fella um Instead, we did the spirit of giving in this like right. manifestation of it, and it that that's always my favorite part about Christmas. And as we uh, look to planning revels celebrations of Christmas, with same thing, like we are not doing that version. We're doing the like these are gifts that we are buying for people that we love, like together. Right. Because right. for me, that's the magic of Christmas. Aww. Giving fr- presents to your friends. It is. It is the magic yeah. of Christmas. Yeah. Um, that's funny. I mean, my, my answer to this is not mall, but as you said that I do, I was talking about this recently, I love the mall at Christmas time. I mean, used to. I haven't, I don't know. Part of it is because of where, you know, where we grew up. For me, it's like the cold walking from the car to the mall and getting a locker because your coat is too big and you know you're going <laughs> to be there for hours and you know everyone's going to separate. You're going to be at the food court. You're going you're gonna to assess the situation. What have you done up until that point? You're going to put a cinnamon bun and a piece of pizza in there and then you're going to finish and then you got to get your coat and you're going to walk back to the car and it's fucking cold. Like that's all part of it. So I feel like since moving to California... I, I don't think about that as much when I think about the, the like favorite holiday memories, but that is a big one. Yeah, it's like visceral. You can feel, you can hear the rustle of the bags. You can smell you the can, ice. You can, yeah. You mm-hmm. can see the Christmas trees. Like, it's really, yeah. Um, I, I did say that uh, mine is my grandmother's Christmas decorations, uh, both of them. I have been thinking about them a lot lately. Grammy's birthday was December 15th. Um, and, you know, my birthday's in December, so it was, and my, and my cousin on my dad's side, her birthday's the day before mine, so, like, we had a lot of December stuff. It was a big deal. Um, their Christmas trees, most specifically, I remember Nia's, my dad's mom's white tree with the gold balls, and she always had a train. Ah! And, oh, f- what? Yes! Boys and balls! Yes! Damn it! Nia, for crying out loud. <laughs> Freaking Violet. Um, and uh, Grammy always had the metallic garlands. And, like, the I love those super, like, you know, mid-century, up through the 80s, like, those die-cut metallic snowflakes that you hang from the ceiling. Oh, like, yeah. spin out, and, like, the long, tubey garlands. So, I think that's my favorite. I like it. Mm-hmm. That's... Mm-hmm. That's a good story. Uh, let's go. I go favorite Christmas song. Mm. Weirdly enough, I like the super religious Christmas songs. Like, give me, give me the high holy Latin. Give me oh holy night. Like the just deep guttural emotional ones. Like. And Mike and I go back and forth about this all the time when it's listening to Christmas carols. He's like. Give me holiday pop favorites. And I'm like, give me the high holy Latin. I want to hear the full mass. Gloria on repeat forever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like I really, I like, I like, because growing up, uh, Elaine and I always went to Midnight Mass together, which would have been like, if I had to give two favorite Christmas memories, this is number two. We went to Midnight Mass together every year from like right. 13 to 18 
Um, and it's beautiful and it's, you know, it's invigorating and you really feel, you really feel reborn for the year, which sounds like such nonsense, but it's true. Like it's the only time one, I mean, it's really the only time I attend church, but like, it's the only time I feel like people are really there celebrating as opposed to like, oh, I have to drag my ass to morning church and blah. It's, you know, if you come to a midnight service, it's because you really want to be there celebrating it. Um, right. So give me give me the big booming joy to the world Christmas songs. See, and that's when I, not that I don't like them, and truthfully, give Check me like a gospel choir, and I will bawl my eyes yeah. out. I will sit in a choir in a church choir and cry every time. I'll I'll cry when your high school yeah. choir is singing every time. I would Yay. stop singing when I was in choir because it was too emotional. And I had to stop. So that is surprising. But it is not as surprising to know that when I listen to the Barbra Streisand Christmas album, I do not listen to Ave Maria. Mm. That is, I skip that track. So yeah, no, I think I am more into the, the upbeat uh, which is not a surprise by my choices, which are um, Zat You, Santa Claus by Louis Armstrong <laughs> and uh, Jingle Bells, question mark, by Barbra Streisand. Ooh. Oh, I did it again. Look at that. I have caught up now. Oh, my God. If it makes you feel any better, none of them are near each other. I get excited. I know none of mine are either. Um, I do, though. I get excited. I also, I didn't mention it, but since you said, Mike said something about, like, poppy music, I have yet, well, I listened to it before December, I think, but I have not listened to the whole NSYNC Christmas album yet this year, but I will listen to Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays five, six, seven times in a row. Just, you know what? The, that's all I'll listen to for like my car to the drugstore. Do what brings you joy mm-hmm. as many times as possible. The other one I just want to say, because it's not super religious, but it still feels religious, is Carol of the Bells. Oh, well, yeah. Carol yeah. of the Bells. Because Bells especially the Especially when it's used in Home Alone. Oh, good call. Is, good call out. That is a moment. That is an entire is mood. And it is. It is yes, a mood. It's it like is a, both terrifying and inspiring all at once. I like. I think that's the best use of a Christmas Carol in a movie. Ooh, I'm going to put that out there. Ooh, because it's scary and it's <laughs> swelling and it's invigorating all at the same time. Right? Huh. I wonder, I think one of the best uses of A Christmas Carol in a movie, and I can't remember what it was, and I'm pretty sure it's A Christmas Carol, is uh, in Face Off, when he's walking through that big thing, and it's, like, mm. creepy, and someone's going to call me on that. Like, that's not yeah. what's happening in that. But they're singing, and, there's a, and he grabs someone's butt, and it's creepy. <laughs> Nicholas Cage, being the good, being better at being the creepy fucker than the nice guy. Yeah. I mean, well, for not a lot of career, but at least yeah. last, like, twenty years or so. At least last twenty years. Um, I say let's do let's do Christmas tradition, holiday tradition, and then get back to the trivia. My favorite day of Christmas tradition is that you have to have chocolate for breakfast. That's great. You like it's required. Can I come over? Yes. We're having pancakes well, this year. We should have chocolate year. in them. Not, yes. not right now. COVID. Yeah. Next time. Yeah. Next year. Next year. I mean, next year, if we don't all live together in a commune, we are doing it wrong. And by this time next year. Oh, um, at the very least, I'm planning a big ass, like a, a Matrix Zion style party with drums and like r- a lot of sweat and dancing. So I'm in. And we I could do that from the second that. we were able to and through yes. the holidays. And then we'll do Christmas yes. and then we'll take a nap. I love it. Yeah. That sounds good it. to me. Damn. That's our new holiday tradition. We're going yeah. to party. 
mm-hmm. on Christmas forever. Just uh, until but yeah, we can't anymore. I we always had that. There's there's no other rules on Christmas other than you have to have breakfast for uh, chocolate for breakfast. I love that. And incidentally, we are not going to apply that rule this year for Rebel, just for me. <laughs> I, I am going I to have eating. chocolate for breakfast. And you are going to have eggs. Everyone get your hands off my goddamn chocolate. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, mine is, which I guess is, is a tradition that I haven't done in a long time, um, but making cookies with my mom Yay. and listening to... Said Barbra Streisand album, which I think I have a... I'm going to call in a, an, a, an all-time top 10 on this, and I'm not going to bring up that album anymore. I think I have now, this year, specifically talked about Barbara's 1970-whatever Christmas album like five times. You know, I, I think, I think you can. It's a touchstone for you. I it think it's important. I mean, it's a good album. Yeah, I think it's an important touchstone. I, I support your usage of it. It's a good album. I, uh... I don't know that we need to limit it. I don't know. I think I could definitely like take a break. Like, what's my fucking weird boner for that album this year? <laughs> you know what? It's because COVID, man. It's because everything's hard and it makes me feel yes. good. It makes me smell cookies. That's yes, why. it I need is. To smell it's cookies. comforting. Fucking August. I'm singing Jingle Bells yeah. in my car. Right? Why the hell? Whatever. Not? Why not? That's That's Merry fine. Christmas, Happy Holidays. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Sing whatever the fuck you want. Um, all right. Now our final. Would you like to do final trivia? Final trivia. Final trivia. Holiday trivia. Do more Americans get real or artificial trees? All right. Well, let's think about that. So population-wise, where there are more people tend to are in city-like areas, which means there's, I don't know. There's right, so many. Because if you live in a city, do you, so make many the, lots. do you make the big effort to be like, I am getting some right. greenery in my house and it's going to be real right. and it's going to be like what I do. And if you live out in the rural whatevers, you can go out there and just cut your own tree. Right. They sell so many fake trees. That right. always amazes me. Like I've had my tree for nine years. Are people buying a tree every year? I mean, it's I, this is right. the last year. It's time. But <laughs> that Well, so that's, that's an interesting question. Like how right. do they measure that? Is it I like people that are consuming... Fake trees or, or people that are consuming new trees versus consumption of fake trees? Right. Or is it consumption of new trees versus long-term usage? Right. Because it, cause that, would that still count one-to-one? Well, or would that count one new one to, like, every year I still have the same tree so it only got counted once? So that's it's, it's kind of a statistical thing. But I guess like, if, if you surveyed houses in America right now, would you find more real trees or artificial trees today? Right, and let me ask you, what do you have this year? Uh, I have an artificial tree. We made the switch last year. I believe it was last year. Uh, And I was super, super resistant to it. And I put up um, a giant argument, and it turned out I was wrong. (laughs) And... The fake tree is so much better. It's so much... It is easier. Oh, my God, it's so much easier. It doesn't... It doesn't make a mess. And I, we compromised with, um, I, I get a real wreath. And oh, I'm thrilled about my wreath. they smell so good. They smell great. Yeah. And it looks really pretty on the outside. Uh, it does not shed in the same way. It lasts forever. I don't have to water it. I could decorate mm. it if I wanted to. Obviously, I'm not. But, like, I could. 
And the fake tree takes one second to put up. You don't have to strap it to your car. It's easy to store. And it looks great. There's no, like, awkward gaps. You can just move the branches around. Moving the branches is a big in the pro column. Big in the pro column. Yeah, and the cat is not interested in it. Whereas if it's a real tree, he's, like, looking for bugs. Really? He's looking for bugs, right? He's like, this smells different. He's like, there's definitely a bird in here somewhere. I just have to find it. I smell Um, birds. Yeah. Um, I... Grew up with a real tree. We had well, we had both. We had a yeah. real tree and a fake Ooh. tree in my house every year, um, which is also a, a good memory. Is we had a big ash tree upstairs in front of like the big window that overlooked the street because we had like what's that called? Giant ass ceilings. Uh, so we had like an eleven vaulted. ten foot tree or something every year. It was a vaulted ceilings. vaulted ceilings. Yes, it was huge. Like my mom had to get on a ladder to finish the top third of the tree. Oh wow, a quarter of the tree. Yeah, right. That's big. a commitment. It is. I mean, that was a big freaking deal, and that was real every year. That one was real. And then the downstairs by the fireplace where Santa would come, the fake tree ah. was. Mother ass. Ladies and gentlemen. I said mother I, ass, though. I have a bingo because you said Santa. Tic-tac-toe. I a bingo. I, I win a tic-tac-toe with Santa jingle glitter. Well, that makes sense. I said Santa jingle and glitter. That's yes. not a surprise. Anyway. I, I mean, I really thought I was going to get more balls, but I'll take I, the I, I think balls was the only one I was, like, mentally blocking. <laughs> um, so I will expect my trophy to follow. Absolutely. I'll make you something. Yeah, I I'll like make it. you something. Yes. Oh, that's fun. Um, but, yeah, so we had a fake one downstairs. So, like, the downstairs tree was all our presents for, like, Christmas morning and, like, where Santa came. And the upstairs tree was where... Um, Family presents and like right, we were like, going we're, to we're the grown ups were allowed yes. to be all the presents for the cousins, your... like the little kids right. that we're going to see after Christmas or whatever. So we had mm-hmm. both. So like, how do you even gauge what's more popular? And there's valid reasons for everything. So let's ask the internet. All right, what's the internet um, because I I think people have more real trees, but I think that's also like a very specifically northeast thing. Like right. I didn't know a single person who had a fake tree growing up because. That's obscene. Why? Why? Why would I, well, you have a fake one? Yeah. Uh, they do more smell nice. Yeah. Oh, sure. Nice. I mean, I love my fake tree, and I—I I was just completely wrong about it. Um, I was just wrong. I was just absolutely artificial. It just says artificial. It just this says is, artificial. I mean, this is yeah. not enough notes. Um, but you know what? That. I mean, it's, All right. <laughs> That is disappointing, but uh, makes... <laughs> well, and as more and more people are living in buildings. Right. People uh, living in buildings. Yeah. And it's also probably better for the environment long term unless you're only going to, like, Christmas tree mm-hmm. farms. Right. And there's been, like, a shift towards uh, living trees and so on and so forth and, like, cut a tree, plant a tree type things. Have but, you like, seen the rent-a-tree where you can, like, rent a tree and the company comes and takes it back and you can get it again next year? I mean, it goes that's and really, just gets bigger. Like, you get it in a sack, and yeah. then it gets bigger. Like, so the first couple of years, very disappointing. Then, but eventually it, like, yeah. gets... But, like, the, the only concern about that is, like, what if people are doing weird shit to your tree? Like, who's touching your tree? Or maybe enough time goes off, goes by in between that it can like, recover from <laughs> I, some some jackal who some poured beer on your tree. Horrible tree nonsense. Um, right. I think that's way more likely in, in, like, a city setting where there's a tree lot because I feel like that someone's, like... 
let's go work at the tree lot. I'm going to run through those trees at night. You know what I mean? <laughs> someone who's like not around them, but like someone who lives like wherever or who like lives right. with all the trees all year round and like takes care of them. They're like, eh, it's just a tree. It's no big deal. Right. Is that That's a funny. thing you think? I don't know. Seasonal den- right. dendrophyte. There's a word for that. I'm sure dendro is part of Fatigue. It. Fatigue. Like I'm not interested in your in your nonsense. And no, I'm talking about people who, who get it want to get it on with trees. Oh, oh, I thought you meant people who were like, I'm around real trees all the time, so I want to fake what oh ooh, No, I mean people weird. who are like, Well, I need to go work. People who yeah, people want are doing to weird get things to your rental trees. tree. I think people are doing weird things to the tree you oh bought from the parking God. lot at the mall is what Oh I'm my saying. God. This is a I am sure I mean, is there a sex fascination with trees? What yeah. is it called? Because I'm sure it exists. Dendrophilia? No. That's probably a fear of trees. Dendro dendro trees. Uh Dendrophilia or love of trees. Is it always sexual? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Trees may become a symbol of sexual stimulation. (laughs) Ah, What? Oh, you know what? There's an article on Vice from 2018. I'm not reading the article, but it's called My Love Affair with a Tree Taught Me to Express Myself Sexually. Oh, my God. Hey, you know listen, what? If that tree was the only you person do that what would you listen, gotta do, man. You know, I think especially this year, nobody's judging anybody this year. No. And look at me like not personifying a tree, please. I was just talking about the cute mushroom caps, and I take them out of the package. And I'm like, look at you, look at you guys with your little tiny caps. How cute are you? Put so, your little caps on. You know, whatever. Do what you gotta do. Be yeah. happy. That's that, you know what? And then Christmas must be an extra lovely time of the year, right? I imagine, right? Those are people who don't have like. It's the opposite of like seasonal affective disorder, right? Like, yes, if the smell of extra pine and like things are a little sappy and sticky really gets your groove gone going, then you're happy. You're happy for at least thirty days, at least thirty days a year. You're balancing out the people that are like, it's cold, I can't deal. I love it. I love it. That's humans. Look at us doing that. Feels like a really good trivia ending point that was a good trivia ending point and a move on to other like uh human good things political minute noodle what do you got to say political minute so i like prepped a bunch of crap and i realized i don't want to talk about any of it there (laughs) what i do want to talk about is the fact that the vaccine is being rolled out there is hope on the horizon but the numbers are like crushingly bad so we just need to hold on for like three more months Yes, it will have been a complete fucking year that we've been home, and we only thought it was going to be two weeks at the beginning. But, like, <laughs> hold it together for three months, people. And we there is a light at the end of the tunnel, and we can do this. Just stay home, stay home, stay home, stay home. Wear your fucking mask. Yeah. Stay home. Like, yeah. it's a real thing. The vaccine exists. So it's inspiring all of these, like, pictures of nurses and yeah. healthcare workers like sobbing getting the vaccine has been really moving and I just feel like come on guys we can do it uh, so that's one piece the other one I just want to say Dr. Jill Biden <laughs> has responded to that fucking editorial with such grace her like universal response was I look forward to a future where our daughter's accomplishments are celebrated not denigrated the end. End. And and she didn't even write you dumb fuck on it, which I thought was very classy of her. I I, I insinuated you dumb fuck in my reaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I Insinuate I am I am very excited for Dr. Jill Biden to to join us. 
here yes. in, in leading our country. Yes. That's my political minute. Motherfuck. That's a good political minute. Um, the, the images are very, uh, very, very happy. My, the vac- vaccination images, my favorite is like the first man in England, I think. Was just you know this cute like ninety eight year old man or something, and she tells him you're the first person to get this just as eight like twice, and then he starts doing like shaking around and dancing. He's very excited with himself, and that was like luckily the first thing I watched about people getting the vaccine. So I've you know been able to take that joy. Yeah, I'm gonna tell you this: it looks like that needle goes in far. <laughs> um, like whatever, I don't want to talk whatever. about that. I can do a little thing. I can do it. I can totally do it. Um, but I've seen. I'll tell you this. I've seen enough of the videos now. For that purpose, I feel good about it. I'm going to take that with me. I don't got to watch any more of them. Yay! Maybe you can dance. People, people doing the things that they're supposed to do. I'm just going to yeah. take that. I don't need to watch any more needles. Um, we've got some closing stuff. Uh, let's do holiday drive. Let's talk about that. Yes. So, uh, you know, we, we talked about on our last episode, the drive at St. John's place, um, which as a collective, so Chacharone et al, we managed to cover, I think 30 people, um, which is pretty phenomenal. And I'm really, really appreciative of everybody who joined in. Uh, I want to give a super giant shout out to Ruth, who uh, yeah. friend of the pod and a sister of the candy, who the really candy. who did some really solid fundraising. I think in her group, yes, and we was able to cover a bunch of people, and that was fantastic. And thank you, um, thank you to everyone who sent in money, who sponsored families. Um, super duper appreciate it. By the time this goes up, the drive will be over. Mm. But if you want to contribute, um. To just the shelter itself, like, by all means, send us your money. It will go to the shelter. It will go to building up that kind of playroom for the kids and making sure that they have, not just at Christmas time, but, like, a better experience overall. So we will be thrilled to continue to take your money. So that is St. John's Place. And Elaine Mahoney, I know you're listening. You are a Wonder Woman. And I'm so impressed by you every year and I love you and I'm so proud of you and Stephanie Mello I want to make sure you get a separate shout out as well Stephanie took a huge chunk of list to herself and did like a ton of of outreach on her own as well and like thank you Stephanie for ensuring this success oh thank you guys I did not know that I didn't realize that. Um, I am going to do a a quick Candy Presents shout out. Head over to Candy Presents. I am doing my uh, The Year Butt. It is the thing that's always right behind you. It's that topsy-turvy feeling we get at the end of the year when society tells us we're supposed to be freaking out about stuff. And I usually write a little something and and kind of try to reflect a little bit. And 2020 is going up uh, soon, soon. So give that a check out. And have have a good end of the year treat yourself well guys right yeah have have yeah. parties and look look at this we had a party so yeah see parties friends. just like this zoom parties Set virtual parties yeah we have another one to plan i'm sending out an email to plan our our ttf hang for for our gift exchange so i love it do it yes. do them you know we are all used to the holiday parties that roll into january Sometimes you don't end up seeing everyone to like do your thing and exchange presents and whatever until the you know first, second, third week. So it's not a big deal. It's just a little bit different. Still, nothing. Uh, not everything happens on time every year anyway. Yeah. So though, let let's take that stress and uh, let it go. 
Because it is kind of nice to not be packing a ton of things in. I'm just going to say that. It's really kind of nice mm-hmm. to not feel like I have to run from one thing to the next thing to the next thing and not actually get to like right. sit and enjoy the quiet moments in between. Absolutely. And, you know, we did not do um, our uh, lock and the F down check-in. I don't think I did that. And I, I was going to ask how your 2020 holiday stress compares to holidays past. And I think we kind of just said something about that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's I had- the same... Kind of, <laughs> but different. I had high stress in the beginning of the holiday season because it between between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I added a whole other holiday of Revel's birthday. Right. You know? Uh, so I had a lot of, like, early December stress and chaos, but I also really made the decision to, because I wasn't using Amazon, get all of my Christmas lists out right. super early and do all of my shopping super early. So I have been done shopping since the 15th. And I feel really excellent about that. You're amazing. So, I mean, I just, like, powered through it. I was like, I'm just going to do it and be done with it. Um, I mean, that's not to say that next year I'm not going to use Amazon again. But this year I wasn't doing it. So I feel I feel pretty low stress between now and January excellent. 4th when I go back to work. When I go back to frickin' work. Um, yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's super great. I mean, I, I feel like in regards to, I mean, I love, like, I love a party. I love a get-together. I cannot wait to have a party. I can't wait to have everyone over. I'm going to make like individual adorable pudding cups and put fucking edible flowers in it and shit. I don't know. We're going to have parties. <laughs> but as much as that's the case, I uh, I feel like good about, yeah, like I don't have to find a thousand outfits and I don't have to pack up a gazillion bags of things. And because we have kind of worked out hanging out with people digitally, I it, like it's not the same. I'm not hugging you guys. But... I am getting social time with my friends. That's holiday centric. That kind of removes some of the other uh, typical anxiety. So I guess at the very least, uh, an anxiety change up is welcome, <laughs> right? I like it. That's my yep. that's my end of the year vibes. Anxiety, I love it. anxiety carousel. Um, I hope you guys were able to listen to us um, with some friends or with some family, and uh, I hope you played your game. And uh, well, friends or family less than ten. I'm, you know what I mean? You know what yeah. I mean? Listen to us in your own homes and talk about in the your, show. Right. In your bubbles. Listen, yeah. Listen yeah. to your bubble. We hope we, we hope we got to permeate your, your holiday bubble. This year. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, take care of you. We'll see you guys next year. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye. Mm, happy all the holidays. All the holidays. Mwah. Mwah.